take a seed, you plant it, you grow it, you dry it, you roll it, you smoke it, and it goes down smooth. Spanning the continent to bring you the truth about cannabis and marijuana law reform. I smoke pot and I like it a lot. CannabisRadio.com presents the Russ Belleville Show, the voice of the marijuana nation. Hey, this is great, man. Now, here's your host, Radical Russ Belleville. Good day, tokers and toquettes and non-toking lovers of liberty. It is Thursday, December 29th, 2016, and it's got to be 420 somewhere in the world. Thanks for joining us. We just got three days left in this miserable year of 2016 to get through, and we're so glad you could join us here live on CannabisRadio.com. I'm coming to you from Delta 9 Studios in beautiful legal potland, Oregon, and we've got uh, plenty of 2016 reminiscing for you today. Uh, We are going through our archives of some of my travels throughout this very, very busy, tumultuous 2016, and I'm bringing to you my greatest hits, if you will, some of my favorite interviews and uh, recordings from this year of travel. So coming up on the show today, in our Behind the Headlines segment, I'm going to give you a brief clip of the breaking news that I got to deliver. It was uh, cited in the Washington Post, USA Today, LA Times, and many other mainstream publications. I was there in Washington, D.C. when Republican Representative Dana Rohrbacher became the first congressman, the first sitting congressman, to admit his use of medical marijuana. And not just federally illegal medical marijuana, but He doesn't have a state recommendation in California either. So uh, we'll play that for you coming up right after the uh, Cannabis Radio News. Also on the show, we'll have time for some drug war data mining. I was uh, looking over Christopher Ingraham's post on the uh, study that uh, claims that Washington teens uh, are smoking more pot because they think it's less harmful, even though Colorado teens aren't. Uh, and uh, at the very tail end of the story, uh, he gets some quotes in from uh, Professor Mark Kleiman uh, from Botech Analysis. He was Washington State's uh, pot czar, and he re- reiterates his belief that we should try to keep marijuana as expensive as possible. And that is his uh, rationale. We need to keep pot really expensive so kids won't use it. We'll take a look at the data and cross-reference the price of weed with the use of weed since legalization. Has expensive weed kept kids from taking it up? Has cheap weed made kids take it up? We'll find out in Drug War Data Mining. Also on the show today, as I mentioned, we're going to be uh, reviewing some of my favorite interviews from 2016 and some of the best speeches and presentations that I've covered. So at half past in our Sensimilia Science segment, you'll get to hear from the Oregon Marijuana Business Conference 2016 in Eugene, where the esteemed Dr. Carl Hart explained how crack and meth are legal. 
They just have different names. You'll hear all about that at half past. And then at the end of hour one in the activist agenda, I will uh, bring you my interview with one of the bravest and most charismatic activists anywhere in the United States. She's a 10-year-old girl. Her name is Alexis Bortel, and she's been over 500 days seizure-free thanks to her use of medical marijuana. We got to talk to her in Fort Worth, Texas. Also, coming up in Hour 2, we're going to bring you more of the highlights from 2016, including uh, another visit to Texas where I got to see a King of Elvi. <laughs> That's what the uh, the uh, collective noun is for Elvises, by the way. A King of Elvi. And uh, spoke with the Afro Redneck. That's an interesting combination. Also, my interview with some activists from Jamaica at the United Nations. And then we'll close out Hour 2 with... Interviews with three different uh, athletes who are promoting the medical use of cannabis. It's all coming up in this best of 2016 edition of the Russ Bell Show right after the Cannabis Radio News, which is next. This is the Russ Bell Show on CannabisRadio.com. It's time for the Cannabis Radio News. Covering the latest headlines in consumer cannabis medical marijuana, and industrial hemp. Cannabis Radio News is now available exclusively at CannabisRadio.com. Now your marijuana headlines in 4 minutes and 20 seconds. This is Cannabis Radio News. This is your Cannabis Radio News for Thursday, December 29th, 2016. Officials say they've taken down the Nevada Medical Marijuana Online Portal after personal information about marijuana industry workers was exposed. The State Division of Public and Behavioral Health said it learned on Wednesday that information about people who applied for medical marijuana agent cards was publicly available online. That includes Social Security numbers and dates of birth, KLAS-TV reports. A Dallas man doing a Google search discovered the data and believes nearly 12,000 applications were disclosed in the breach. Officials say private information about medical marijuana patients appears to still be secure. Division Chief Cody Finney says state information technology employees are working to prevent future breaches, and the incident has been referred to law enforcement. The division is contacting the people affected and three major credit reporting agencies. A state commission said residents hoping to grow Arkansas medical marijuana must pay a $15,000 application fee in addition to a licensing fee. The Arkansas Medical Marijuana Commission approved the plan on Tuesday. The licensing fee has yet to be determined, the Arkansas Democrat Gazette reported. The $15,000 fee is the maximum allowed under the medical marijuana amendment that voters approved last month. Unsuccessful applicants will get back half of the application fee. A judge won't dismiss charges against a man accused of driving under the influence of marijuana and causing a crash on the Massachusetts Turnpike that killed a state trooper. In a ruling issued Wednesday, a Worcester judge denied a motion to dismiss several of the charges against 30-year-old David Jagunya of Webster. Jagunya has pleaded not guilty to manslaughter and related offenses in the March 16th death of 44-year-old trooper Thomas Clardy. Authorities say Clardy had stopped a car for a traffic violation when his cruiser was hit by Jagunya's vehicle in Charlton. Witnesses say Jagunya had swerved across all three travel lanes without slowing. 
Jagunia's lawyer had argued that several charges are duplicative and there was insufficient evidence to support the charge alleging Jagunia had used marijuana. Clardy's death featured prominently in the 2016 campaign to legalize marijuana, with opponents running ads featuring Clardy's widow. A North Texas police officer recently gave a teenager the option of being cited for marijuana possession or doing 200 push-ups after the boy was caught smoking pot outside a movie theater. The teen opted for the push-ups after Arlington officer Eric Ball smelled the odor of marijuana. Police Lieutenant Christopher Cook says Ball was working an off-duty detail at the theater when he came across the teen. He found the boy's mother inside the theater, and the woman hugged and thanked the officer. Cook says the boy was respectful and realized he'd made a mistake. He says Ball played football under coaches who used push-ups to ensure discipline. It wasn't clear when it occurred, but a video of the teen struggling with the push-ups was posted Monday to Facebook. A new study published in the Pharmacological Research Journal is lending further credence to the long-held theory that cannabis could be your best friend in the bedroom. In the study, researchers from the University of Catania in Italy and Charles University and Masaryk University in the Czech Republic reviewed a number of investigations conducted in the 1970s and 80s on the effects of cannabis on sexual desire and satisfaction. What they discovered was that people who consumed cannabis before sex experienced aphrodisiac effects in roughly half of the reported cases, while 70% claimed that precoitus consumption led to enhancement in pleasure and satisfaction. Recreational marijuana legalization had no impact on how many Colorado teens use pot or on whether they think it is dangerous, but that could be because years of medical marijuana sales already had brought about changes in those measures, according to a new study. The study, posted on the website of the journal JAMA Pediatrics on Tuesday, looked at national survey data and concluded that the percent of teens from Colorado who said they had used marijuana in the past month was statistically unchanged between the pre-legalization years of 2010 to 2012 and the post-legalization years of 2013 to 2015. Similarly, the study found that a shift in Colorado teens' attitudes toward marijuana's risks was not statistically different from the national trend. This has been your Cannabis Radio News for Thursday, December 29th, 2016. I'm Russ Belville.